So we're holding by Parach of Zion, Pasuk Vav. We're learning tonight to be Aschos Lilinish, Masich Haskal Shraga, Ben Avram Yehuda. So we learned previously that David leaves Eretz Yisrael to escape the grasp of Shaul. He runs to the Plishti city of Gas, and he stays with Achish, the king of Gas. And we learned last time, Pasuk Hay, that David requests from Achish a place in the countryside where he and his men can move to, so that way they don't infringe on Achish's place in the royal city. So Pasuk Vav, Ayitam Achish Achish gives to David on that day as Tziklag. He gives him the city of Tziklag. And therefore, Tziklag remained in the possession of the kings of Yehuda until this day. Achish had only requested a place. I'm sorry. David, rather, had only requested a place. And yet, Achish grants him an entire city. Also, David assumed that Achish would need to get permission from the people, right? He'd have to check with the current population, but that's not what actually happens. Achish doesn't wait for anyone's approval. He immediately goes and grants David the city. That is why, the Kliyakar explains, that's why the city remained in the possession of the Malche Yehuda. Because if David received the city, let's say, because of a public election, right, or the population gave permission, or he shared the city with Plishtim, so then it, he would not have retained possession when he left. But because Achish granted the entire city to David and his men, and it was exclusively reserved for them, so therefore David was able to retain possession. Now the Mesutah says that it didn't actually transfer over to Shevet Yehuda, it remained specifically with the Manche Yehuda. The problem is that if Achish now is giving David Siklog, then there's a problem in Sefer Yoshua and Parak Tazvav, where it says that Siklog was a city that already belonged to Shevet Yehuda. So Radak gives two terutzim. He says, first of all, in Sefer Yoshua, it's possible that it was allotted to Shevet Yehuda, but subsequently the Plishtim conquered it. And now it's going from the Plishtim back to Shevet Yehuda, back to David. Or another shot is that the Sefer Yoshua is just making a prediction that one day Siklog would become a uh, city of Shevet Yehuda, which is happening now. The there's an interesting um, back and forth uh, in the Abar Benel based on a Gemara in Bava Basra, and it ties into our pasuk. So the Gemara in Bava Basra, this is Daf Yudalad Amid Bey says, discusses who wrote Sefer Shmuel. So the Gemara there says that most of Sefer Shmuel was written by Shmuel himself, except for the end after he died, it was finished by God Hachoiza and Nosan Hanavi. The Abar Benel, in his introduction to the Nevi'im Rishonim, brings our Pasuk as a Raya, that Shmuel did not write Sefer Shmuel. Why? Because how could he have written it, and here he's saying that therefore Tziklag remained in the possession of the Malche Yehuda, The Malche Yehuda means the Yehuda, the kings of Malche Yehuda, as opposed to Malche Yisrael. Now that breakaway between the Malche Yehuda, that split between the Ten Shvatim and the Two Shvatim, happens years later in the time of Rechavam, the son of Shlomo. So how could Shmuel now be saying, when, when it hasn't happened yet? So therefore the Abarbanel brings it as a raya, and that actually what happened was, Yermiyo compiled the words of Shmuel, God, and Nosin, and added his own comments, such as this comment, that and that's the sheet of the Abarbanel. However, the Nachla Shimon defends the Gemara, and he says that, no, it's possible that Nosin and God were young men in the times of Sefer Shmuel, and lived all the way until the times of Rechavim, and so they were able to say, when they completed Sefer Shmuel later on in their lives, they were able to say, because it's possible that they were still alive when Rechavim was the Melech. Pasuk Zayin, and the number of days that David lived in the 
the countryside of the Plishtim was Yamim v'yarbar chadashim. Was four months and this period called Yamim. And Rashi says Yamim means two days, so it's four months and two days. However, there are other places in Tanakh where we find Yamim either means a year or it means two years. An example, the Abar Benel uh, uh, says it means two years. For example, in Parshas Miketz, we have that Vayihi Miketz Shinasayim Yamim. It was at the end of two years. Right? Paro has a dream. That's when Yosef is in prison. So there, Yamim means two years. So you see that Yamim could mean either a year or could mean two years. The problem is, if we say here that David lived in the field of the Plishtim for four months and two, and two years, the problem is going to be that this whole episode happens after Shmuel died, before Shaul died. Right? That's the period, the period of time. Shmuel died back in Parachafei, and we'll see Shaul dies in a couple of Prakim. The Rashi says that that period from Shmuel's death to Shaul's death was four months, and the Redak says it was seven months. But if it mean if here David is living amongst the Plishtim for a year and four months, then the problem is going to be that we learn back in, I believe it was Perak Yud, that it was two years, right? That Shaul's whole Malchus, I'm sorry, this Perak Yud Gimel, Shaul's Malchus was two years. So Shaul's Malchus is two years, and a year and four months of it is taken up by David living amongst the Plishtim. That means the re- the remaining uh, eight months. Everything happened. Amalek, uh, the Goliath, the original fight with the Plishtim, all that, Nachash Amoin, right? All those stories um, that happened previously happened in a span of eight months. Very hard to say that. And especially if Yaman means two years, it means the entire two years here that David lived amongst the Plishtim. How do you have Shaul ruling for two years if the entire two years here is David living amongst the Plishtim? So therefore, it seems unlikely that Yaman here means more than two days. However, Rabbeinu Yeshaya gives a possible shot. He says, no, it could be that Yamim here means a year or even two years. When it says previously in Perakid Gimel that Shaul ruled for two years, it means only the time before David was anointed. Because once David was anointed, that's not considered part of Shaul's Malchus anymore because technically Shaul's Malchus was now superseded by David. The Barbanel and the Ralbag, in a similar vein, say that that statement back in Perakid Gimel that Shaul ruled for two years means... The event is talking about prior to Perikid Gimel, that as of Perikid Gimel, he had already ruled two years, but it wasn't telling you that his entire Malchus only lasted for a span of two years.